0: Temp check. time. Minimum $10 per order. Excludes restaurants. Additional terms and fees apply.
1: It's now time for News Headlines with Molly on a big party show on Channel
0: 94.1. Flooding is the big story on this part of Nebraska, while big winter conditions are the story out west. Flooding's impacting eastern Nebraska and western Iowa. Deputies have had to uh, encourage residents in southwestern Sarpy County to evacuate after water overtopped a levee near Cape Heart Road. Now, in the area of Lake Manawa, um, I mean, not Lake Manawa, pardon me, Lenoma Beach, and uh, also Riverside Acres and Beacon View, they have been uh, asked to evacuate as well. The runoff is from uncontrolled tributaries. So all of this rain impacted the uh, melting snow, which has led to quite a soggy bit of uh, of ground. So the 2,600 residents of Missouri Valley, Iowa, those people were ordered to evacuate yesterday yesterday. After multiple levee breaks, yeah, so saying, more to come.
2: They're saying also if you uh, you come up across a road that it looks like the water's coming over it, don't just turn around because um, you, you don't know what's underneath that. You know you can get stuck. Bad things can happen. You know, what yeah. a mess.
0: I know. So, uh, keep an eye out, you know, people obviously, they're talking about the Platte River is been you know spilling out over uh onto Capehart Road, so uh Iowa roads uh, have been closed some there are major highways, you know, that are getting areas closed up out west in Nebraska. major snowstorm is continuing to impact that part of the state. A blizzard warning remains in effect. They say they got anywhere from ten to fifteen inches of snowfall in some areas. Some people even got as much as eighteen inches, but with that big uh gusts of wind, it really created whiteout conditions. They closed I-80 west of Kearney for a good chunk of time. And it was even out in Colorado, a state patrol officer that uh, the winter storm is blamed for the death. Uh, they had quite a bit of uh like crashes. There were like a hundred cars that crashed. It was just absolutely unbelievable. President Trump says the U.S. is grounding the Boeing 737 MAX airliner fleet for the time being. Uh, the president announced an emergency order going into effect immediately and will last indefinitely. This comes after uh, days of mounting pressure the United States uh, was getting from the international community and from the uh air flight community in the United States to ground the planes. Canadian and American aviation authorities said that it was newly available satellite tracking that suggested similarities between Sunday's crash in Ethiopia and the one back in Indonesia in so October.
3: If you look at the amplitude, like the visual, so from that data, airspeed and altitude. So you know like what an amplitude is if like you looked at a waveform of me talking up, uh-huh. down, up, down, okay. up, down. If you take this recent crash and put it next to the Lion Air flight, they, you can lay them on top of each other. Oh, The pattern of up, up down, down, up, down, down mm-hmm. speed drop.
2: And then it's into weird. the ground. That's awful.
0: Um, yeah, like the 22nd market like does the same big dip. They were so they're showing.
2: fighting this thing. The Lion Air flight was in October
3: and that was the deal where the guys were repeatedly yanking on the stick. It's a bummer deal, man. Come on, dude. Can't we figure out flight in 2017, fail, Boeing. About
0: 340, about 340 of the MAX 8 planes are registered. Um, many more on order. Boeing says that they're obviously holding off on delivery of any new uh, airplanes, but it, the, they're the most popular, they're the highest selling Yeah, it'll, um, I'm sure they
3: confidently going to say it's an easy fix, because they're, they're going to say it's software, which apparently they're claiming that it is. It's, you know, planes and Man, our cars are run like a computer now. Mm-hmm. It's not a piece of hardware anymore. It's a computer. Yeah,
0: Nebraska Cornhuskers. Oh, sorry. Uh, wow. Nebraska Cornhuskers still alive in the Big Ten men's basketball tournament after beating Rutgers in the second round yesterday, and now they will be taking on Maryland. Tip-off is at what? 155? 155. And, and that's the third round. And then Creighton is going to face Xavier in the quarterfinals the Big East tournament this afternoon. tip off's at 130. That one's going on at Madison Square Garden.
2: Yeah, so skip out have a nice lunch and watch some ball and get away from this. Yes. Yeah. You know. Get
3: it started. It's going to yeah. be basketball non-stop by next week. I'm we've got excited. an online, if people want to do it, we've got an online March Madness contest at Channel94.com. Those are always fun. So if you want to get online and check out um, you know, all that bracketology stuff, that's going to be starting up soon. So check that out. Channel94.com. We also still have that Irish trip to give away. Yes, sir. Uh, I assume today or tomorrow, probably your last days to
2: register. But a trip to, uh, to Dublin? Come yeah. on, man. <sighs> Who would want to go there right now? Um. Yeah. Take a take a trip to channel ninety four one dot com. There's a lot of stuff there to give away. Actually. Ooh. We're take going a on a vacation to the website called channel ninety four one dot com.
0: <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> it's warm. It's fuzzy. And it's free and it's buffering. Uh, Former Texas Congressman uh, Beto O'Rourke is officially running for president. The 46 year old former representative from El Paso announced today his candidacy for the 2020 Democratic nomination. So he's starting a three-day swing through Iowa less than a year before the state's nominating caucuses. And wireless earbuds like Apple's iPod AirPods are everywhere, but scientists are warning that the tiny Bluetooth devices might bring a greater risk of cancer. Over 250 scientists have signed on to a UN and World Health Organization petition warning that the earbuds carry a possible cancer risk due to the electromagnetic waves generated so close to the inner skull. Wow, wow. I know. Isn't that weird? You're like, oh God. Um, I hadn't, you see them all the time. They freak me out because you can't tell that people have them in and, and, and then, you know, like they're singing or they're talking. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, are you just a crazy person? Oh, no. You have uh, AirPods in. So researchers are still exploring the effects of that low-level EMF exposure, uh, but they're saying that so high what? levels of that could be damaging to cell growth, could be carcinogenic.
2: So you're not supposed to use them anymore?
0: Damn.
3: What if
2: people are listening to the show right now with the earbuds
3: in? Nah, get so them take
0: out! Them, take them out now. Just a warning, you know they always come out with this. Don't you remember they always said this? Said this about cell phones. Cell phones, like what? What's yeah. it like having that big of a of a magnet, you know, close to your head? I think it's probably that same sort of logic. Uh, today, the world is celebrating Pi Pi Day, Honorary, uh, honors the mathematical ratio of a circle's circumference at, to its diameter.
3: Three point one four.
0: Mm-hmm. It goes on for forever and ever and ever and ever. As a matter of fact, um, one of the Google techs broke the world's record for how far out they took 3.14. And they took it to like 31 trillion, the 31 trillionth spot. It goes uh, on to infinity. And we would basically. say, happy have Happy Friday. Ever- have you ever kissed a girl? Nerd. <laughs> well, it was a girl. So well, I don't
3: know. Yeah. She's a nerd. So,
2: yeah, there you go. So, today you can get all kinds of free pies, whether it's
0: pizza pie or pumpkin pie. It's pie day. I love it. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, early yesterday, the uh, Itaronda? I did a rod. I did a rod. Did a rod thank
3: the you. doggy race.
0: Yes. I <laughs> don't know why I'm stumbling over this, but it was won by an Alaska native. Yeah, His team of canines crossed the Editarod finish line in Nome after beating back a challenge from a defending champion. But the real big story coming out of this year's race was the guy from France who was the leader until his dogs refused to run. He yelled at one of them for like getting in a t- tuffle with like another dog. And they like basically um, they struck they- the dogs went on strike. They like would not go they quit. Yes.
3: Those guys are like I, athletes.
0: So I when I was, was, I was in thing.
3: Banff, yeah, I, was I got to go on one of those dog sled tours, and and some of the dogs compete in the Iditarod. Okay. okay. The Kim, Kimick dog sled tours in Banff in Canada. And they were not playing around. They're like, these dogs are all high-performance athletes. And it was amazing. You know, little socks that they put on the dogs. Uh-huh. And they just... Are they How
2: moving? I've always wondered. I mean, you so you just sat on the... Uh, uh, it right. the sled? They,
3: they yank you, but they're always switching out. Like who the boss dog is, okay? Like who the boss dog is, and then and they're biting each other, and they're. I thought it was amazing, and if you imagine, and I was only getting drugged on a sled for a couple, you know, maybe for an hour. Uh-huh. Right. How many days is the idea, Rod? Oh,
0: it's a couple of days because it's a thousand mile race.
3: Yeah,
0: right across. There's still a lot of controversy. There's becoming controversy about it. Of course, uh, PETA's got an opinion. Uh, you know, Um And they say, you know, well, yeah, I'm sure the dogs didn't want to go on right. account of the fact that, you know, I they bet you those tired. dogs
3: are, I'm sure they're tired, but they look like they are living
2: life. And that's what they do. Um. So were you able to, uh, I mean, do they not let you pet the dogs? No, you got, oh, you got to pet them. We got to cut. feed them. All right, um, cool. Hunks right of
3: frozen. Uh, chicken. I think it was chicken, but it was funny. They were frozen. It was like a chicken popsicle. Really? Wow. Got to pet them and feed them, and
0: they're so pretty. They're
3: the it was the they're the coolest dogs. That's what you need to do. Take the sweet Weilene to Banff, bro.
2: She ain't so sweet no more. King, <laughs> he's already working. How dare this. you, sir? King Mick, dog sled tours. Yeah, okay. We've I've looked at it, and I'm not a winter guy. I can't stand winter here. I want
3: to well, leave yeah, now. This is probably hard to sell yeah. right now. Yeah. Exactly.
0: <laughs> Maybe in the summer when, when you're like, you God, it's June. so hot. And you're like, you know what you should do is totally yeah, I need maximize time. your winter. I need but where's time. the like the continental
3: divide? Have you guys ever been to the continental divide? Yes. Yeah. In
0: Colorado, yep. where it's like one side of the planet or one side of the continent. So can it's, hike that, it's baby. where the
3: Rockies run. Okay. So yeah. Banff is the Canadian Rockies where we were. So if you imagine where Banff oh, is, you went that's straight up. That's way. West. That's okay. Alberta. But we went through the continental divide. Yeah. The doggies took us over the line. And they're okay. like, this is the continental divide. That's pretty sweet. Of Oof. of the world.
0: No, of the continent. Of the I continent. mean, of North America. That's why it's called a continental But I'm just saying
2: it is way west of Colorado. Yeah. Because it goes up that way. It's like a um, diagonal.
0: Yeah, it must go at something because there you know on the west end of upper Canada, it's it's very heavy on landmass that side where for us our landmass is mostly on the other side it's interesting how they break it all down
2: i want to go to banff in the winter in the summertime
3: um pretty when amazing I- yeah where when the I water just in- looks um yeah emerald yeah i think time at the foot of that mountain at lake louise oh yeah. geez if i could die i could, That's I I could to die do. tomorrow and no one would you guys shouldn't feel sorry for me you should say he went to lake louise it is, that be- it, it is that be- it is that beautiful. I stood at the foot of that mountain when I left and I was I started tearing up because I was standing in front of beauty. And you know how what a dark-souled person I am.
0: Yes, it's And I'm amazing. like this is
3: probably one of the most beautiful things you will ever see and you'll probably never come back. Let's be see,
0: honest. See, you were having that awe that we I were was talking having about an yesterday.
3: Absolute awe moment. I didn't want to leave. I mean, stood there and stood there and stood there and was like, I don't want to leave. I don't want to why would we why That's would we magic. leave? What's the hurry? I'm, this was the goodbye The real quick Let's just yeah, you know, oh. After staying at the foot of that lake For a week
2: mm. And you stayed at the uh, Chateau, Chateau Lake Louise They mm. filmed an episode of The Bachelor I there. know That's why how why I became why. familiar with it because um, he watches The Bachelor. <laughs> oh, so funny, Molly. You do, too. <laughs> look at the... I uh, don't. Exactly. Look at how weird that's the Continental Divide. Are you looking at this? Yeah, I've been up to the, uh, the Colorado one. You can hike and, uh, you can do, uh, what do you call it? Horseback riding right over that thing, man. Um, but, yeah, that's interesting. Maybe I'll go up there in August for, uh... A little celebration. Let's all
3: get out of here, people. That's the point. Well, we all need a vacation.
2: Yeah, we do. No matter well, where it's strap at,
3: your dogs to um, the sled and get out of get out of town. Yes. On
0: that note, uh millennials, I guess, have been raised in the internet age, but apparently they don't like to use it to find new places to visit. Hotels.com did a survey and found that 51% of millennials booked the same vacations over and over and over again just because they're like, Ugh, I don't want to do the research to find a new place." Really?
3: So they're lazy? <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Lazy about their lux- about their about their uh, vacation travel. They're leisure travel. They found that millennials spend an average of eight hours researching a vacation but begin to experience net lag or scroll fatigue after just 40 minutes. And at that point, they're just like, you know what? Screw it. Don't you think we all do? Uh, There was something
3: called the Instagram effect, how it was affecting travel. I thought that that's where all Ah. of us now get our travel ideas. And they're saying it's it's actually a negative. It's ruining stuff. Things we all go to the same spots because if it's in, oh. if it's Instagram worthy, if you can take the great picture, oh, yeah. got It's it. jam packed. Where I'm saying, you know. and I'm just like Louise is a perfect example of it. That is a Instagram. Yeah, I went there because I saw it on Facebook. Ah. I was like, I want to go there. <laughs> don't you think that that's probably where we all still book stuff? Yes, maybe we're not doing the research like you say because they don't want to do the homework. But if what? your
2: friend. <laughs> It just kind of depends because, yeah, a lot of times you see other people do other stuff and you see those photos and you're like, dude, I'm totally into that. Um, like when I was watching The Bachelor, Male, I saw uh-huh. this. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, we all watch dumb stuff. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. okay. But anyway, uh-huh. um, yeah, <laughs> I think so. The problem with this stuff, this Instagram effect, is it's ruining things. I mean, it really is. But you know what? Who's to say you can't go there?
3: You would you, never think that a travel you know, destination would complain. About too many people, yeah. and that's what they're saying. Right, it's too that much. there's locations now that are overrun by a certain type of tourist... Because they saw a photo on Instagram, like
0: well, and I would imagine that the probably the ones that are the complaining the most are the ones that are so ecologically fragile. Yeah. You know, I mean, somebody who's going to the Eiffel Tower, they're just printing checks. They're well, like, whatever, man. A yeah. million of you can come to the Eiffel Tower. Who cares? But somebody who's doing, you know, like some of the the national parks that you've been to, party where you're like, eh, it's, yeah, it's really back. fragile. It's like you fragile. know, like when, when you see
2: Joshua Tree, you're going to be there in what say- two
0: weeks. Yes, I can't wait. You're going to so experience
2: excited. it. You're going to experience... Um, I mean, that it's it's awful when people tell you that I've been to those situ- those places. They go, you better get up at like three and get there early just to find a spot. That is park. fascinating like, though. So I, okay.
3: you, I'm Mr. Sleep-In. Yeah. And the best part of our Ireland trip, the guy said, okay, I know you guys are going to be mad at me because every day I'm getting you guys up at six in the morning, but it's going to pay dividends. I'm beating the crowds. So we, everywhere we went... Mm-hmm. was the crack of dawn. Yeah. And it seemed annoying, but whenever I was leaving pretty places, when we showed up the parking lot was empty. When we left it was full. And yeah. that's an entirely different experience with tourism is avoiding the people. And that's yes. I guess the Instagram effect. You don't want to be around
0: people. No, you want to have They're it to yourself. Right. You <laughs> want to have it to yourself. Yeah, I mean and that's there is the only way.
2: It I mean all right, so I went to Zion Um, And that was so incredibly awful that it ruined my experience Um, because of how many people that were there. I was like, oh, my God, I have to take shuttles in. You can't even drive into this place. And it's just one person after another, after another, after another that I was just like, this is not fun for me anymore. So whenever I talk to friends that go other places, I I always ask them, like, you're going to go out to Joshua Tree, Molly. It might be busy. You know, I don't know. Um, It seems like everything else is busy now. I'm always like, geez, there's got to be other places out there that there isn't a million people at, you know? I know. So but- my suggestion is for you when you go out there is get there early as you can. Early as you can. Pack a lunch. I would assume going to tourist spots,
3: the, the, the main touristy place also adds a lot of expense to it. Yeah. And millennials probably, hopefully travel more, but they're smarter because they have to. They have to do it
2: on a budget. Mm-hmm. Yeah. backpack it in. But all right. Get out
0: there, but I I think it's just interesting that people would take the, uh, repeat a vacation. I mean, unless it's like a, uh, unless it's like a Hallmark place for you, like, oh, this is, you know, where we always summered when I was growing up, like people who have cabins, I get that, but like, if you're really going to lay down the dough and take off the time, don't you want to see as much of the planet as you can? Um, I just feel that way. I was like, I wish I could get, I hate repeating unless it's necessary, you know, like,
3: And I I don't think you can over research a trip. Yeah, I mean, there's other things to do. Dividends. You know, when you really, really research a trip and plan ahead, you get the most out out of the experience.
0: Omaha's number one hit music station, Channel
2: 941. The Big Party Morning Show. This is Christine. Christine, thanks for calling the Big Party Show. What's up? I wanted to
1: contribute to your millennial vacation
2: competition. Sure.
1: So I'm an elder millennial, but. Still so, technically a millennial, and we take the same vacation every year because I don't think it's laziness, but I think it's when you find something that's not broken, why fix it? I'm
2: I'm and the <laughs> same way because um, I go out to Grand Lake a lot with uh you know and, and I love it. Yeah, you know. yeah. We
1: fly to Tampa and it is so affordable that we have a family of seven and we can afford to fly us all for under a thousand dollars. We rent the same house and it's like minutes from the beach. Everybody has a pool at the house. We can cook, and it's relaxing. And when we're done, we feel like we actually had a vacation. And the more you're there, the more familiar you are with the area. So less planning every time because you're just basically going to a familiar location as opposed to having to research the best restaurants and the best tourist spots. In fact, you don't even find yourself a tourist spot after a while because you've learned about the little, like, hidden gems.
3: So how many times have you done that same trip down to... Where is it, Tampa? Six. Six. Six times, all right.
1: Yeah, so anyway, I don't necessarily think it's an Instagram effect, more so just a, if you find something that you really enjoy, you just want to keep repeating that experience.
0: I agree. I would definitely say that modern travel has become a lot of hassle, you know, like with airports and, and reservations and things like that, that I can understand that once people find their groove... It's like that headache is removed from that that vacation planning experience. It does become nice just to hit like repeat. Yeah, because
2: Molly, you go to the same place pretty much uh, on on a, on a trip with with the kids and, and the hubby, right? And, and yeah, we go that? to yeah. um,
0: we wow. go to the same town in Michigan in the summers. It's like a perfect ah. drive from where we live, and it's great. And that is like our one standard like trip but also kids add a different element man you do want easy with kids and you don't want to do a whole bu- because you know it's lost on them a lot of the cool stuff that you as an adult are like yeah let's research and go see this museum or do whatever the kids are like whatever dude i want to hang out at the hotel pool you could be anywhere
1: right
2: yeah, <laughs> have fun absolutely. at the pool hey thanks for calling me. We appreciate your yeah, call absolutely. Thank all, you. right, all right take care all right yeah so what's the story here that millennials are doing the same trips over and over
0: yeah, right. I guess well, that the, uh, hotels.com did a little uh, little looking and found that millennials basically take the same vacations over and over because they don't like vacation research.
3: According to their metrics, according yes. to their internet yeah. searches.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Right. Well,
3: maybe it's maybe they just don't like hotels.com. <laughs>
0: I know. (laughs) But Tills.com is like, it's not us. Yeah,
3: exactly.
0: Something else. Omaha's number
2: one hit music station, channel 94.1. The
0: Big Party Morning Show. Celebrity News, what's up? Jennifer Lopez apparently had no idea that A-Rod was going to pop the question. They were on vacation together in the Bahamas last week, and a source close to J-Lo saying it came as a total surprise. They've been dating for two years, and they talked about marriage and apparently, they've always planned to spend the rest of their lives together. Now,
2: who was but... taking the photos? It seemed like somebody was there planning. Maybe they have some friends with them or something like that. Right. Those yeah. photos
0: look amazing. I mean, they look pretty yeah. staged. I mean, the way they're dressed. Maybe they were just thinking that they were going someplace nice. I don't know. But yes, I would agree. The photos look don't look like anything was a surprise. Um, but, you know, this is... His second marriage, he has two kids from a previous marriage. This is going to be her fourth marriage. Uh, she has two kids, so they're going to have a blended family. One of her exes, who she never walked down the aisle with, but was famously dated, Ben Affleck, um, and uh, he was on Ellen. He's got a new movie coming out on Netflix. Uh, this uh, It drops this week. and um, He was doing the publicity circuit, and one of the things that she asked him about was his massive back tattoo that they were able to snap photos of on the beach when he was uh, in Hawaii filming Triple, Triple Frontier? He said he didn't know they didn't know paparazzi was around. They were just kind of having like a down day at the beach, and uh, it, it it definitely is a very significant piece of real estate <laughs> ink on his back. And some people were like, "Well, maybe it was just for the movie." It's a rainbow color tattoo of a phoenix. And um and he says no no it's it's real and it's his and uh, he uh, said that he definitely got a lot of harsh criticism to the to the Phoenix apparently because uh, I
2: thought he got that when he got a divorce with uh, what's her name Jennifer anyway, Gardner. yeah we're not. A big story that he got a back tattoo,
0: right? But nobody had seen it. Like uh-huh. there was like there were rumors that he'd gotten this, okay. but nobody had gotten a photo of it. And then some people are like, yeah. "No, I think it's just for a, a part that he's doing." And then all of a sudden, last March, everyone's like, "Oh my god, <laughs> it's huge!"
3: I think Triple Frontier is out right now. Hey. Is it really? That looks fantastic, by the way.
0: It has uh, Ben Affleck, Charlie uh, Hugh Hunman, uh, Hunnam, uh, Garrett Headland and Oz- Oscar Isaac, and they play like former special forces that go back to regular life and um, after, you know, being yep. the best of the best, and now they're going to hold That's up it. a drug cartel.
3: It's plain, It came out last night at midnight. Sweet. Ooh.
0: It looks really good. I saw the trailer last week and it definitely, it's amazing that Netflix, I mean, this is straight to Netflix. This isn't something that was in theaters. we just, this- we're all
3: paying them enough money. They raised their rates. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, why don't you spend a little bit of your money instead of buying other movies? So this is like a, you know, their own produced deal, like a Game of Thrones for Netflix. What else did they do? House of
2: Cards? House of Cards. Uh, that was uh, Amazon, wasn't it? House of Cards.
0: Nope, Netflix. Netflix. That was Netflix. Also, huh? I oh. have a
2: Netflix account.
0: Yeah, a lot of people got it because of House of Cards. They've had um, Tons. they the Crown was another one that got them a lot of uh, a lot of statues. Uh, they just did the Umbrella Academy, which had Ellen Page. They did the House, the Haunting of Hill House, most recently. They've been doing a, quite a few series. You know, Stranger Things is another one that has been a hit for them. But movies, besides Bird Box, I'm trying to remember what other big names they've had do movies for them. That was Sandra Bullock, and that was a huge coup at, in December. Their
2: originals all always seem to be pretty good. So.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, Harry Styles, Brian May these are just some of the big artists that are going to be presenting at this year's Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony now Brian May he is you know, a queen founding member and a great musician in his own right Harry Styles that's an interesting choice he will be <laughs> introducing Stevie Nicks Brian May is going to uh, announce Def Leppard Trent Reznor is going to announce The Cure And uh, David Byrne is going to be introducing Radiohead. Uh, Janelle Monae is going to introduce Janet Jackson. All of this is going on in just two weeks, uh, March 29th. But they usually record it and HBO will air it later in the spring. And the Jerky Boys are back. It's been 20 years since they did their uh, Jerky Tapes back in 2001. And apparently this is their first new comedy album since then.
3: What up there, sizzle chest? <laughs> I mean, everybody we listened to that. Yeah. It like blew your mind. Crank calls. Nobody does crank calls anymore. So mm-hmm. there's probably a whole generation of kids that are going to lose their mind. What up there, Bobby Nobby? They uh, the famous thing locally is they prank called Nobbies on like the Jerky Boys. I think their final album.
2: Did they really? Okay, they yeah. know this. All right. Don't you remember the guys like? Yeah, I need a balloon. I need to
3: get my freaking kid to. He wanted a balloon big enough to lift the kid off of the floor, and so they called Knobbies in Omaha. The funny thing is that that's back in the day when people answered a that random phone, phone call, so it probably took and didn't hang up. We would hang up now if somebody started yelling yeah. at you; you'd hang up. But people were—it was like a polite time when the Jerky Boys
2: could crank people. Now people don't even answer. I mean, I, and also, you if know. you
3: went back, I don't think that it would pass the uh, the, the laws. This the the. the, the the Mor- sens- morality sensitivity outrage test. It's it's very dated. So I mean, one the of- stuff that they would say. Don't you remember? They 2000- the guys call. They call a country club, and they're like, "Can you have someone uh, that can fix a tennis ball machine? You know those ones that yeah. shoot out the balls, and they hit it. And the guy's complaining that he's aiming the tennis ball machine at his boyfriend." <laughs> Do you remember like, oh that one?
1: Yeah. And the person
3: staying on the phone, you, you listen to it and you're like, I can't believe they haven't hung up yet. What? Yeah, It's like, Steven turned around and looked back at it and hit him in the effing eye. <laughs> and the people at the country club were like, What do you want us to do? I need you to fix the machine. It just keeps hitting Kevin in the eye. He's trying to get hit in the butt. Oh, God. The Stop. days.
0: The days. The jerky
3: boys. All right, there, Sizzle Chest. Yeah. They shared
0: a new clip of a new prank call. It's interesting because they've got kids now. And so they said the kids are growing up, and there's plenty of great stuff left to put out there. And this new bit, I guess they did, is called Frank's Braces. Uh,
1: If some teeth are crooked, we usually
0: recommend braces. So I don't know if it's an option for you.
1: Well, you know, I tried once.
2: I made my own braces out of some little uh, pieces of wood and some metal. And uh, they tore up the side of my face. So uh, (laughs) maybe there's another way you can use this polymer or rubber or some you bounce around and you close in your jaw.
1: But I don't think it's an option in our clinic.
2: Well, of course it's an option. I made it myself. You can buy it down at the local hardware store.
1: Yeah, perfect.
2: I'll see. I'll, I'll see you then, and uh, we'll get those <laughs> braces in my mouth and on my legs I and on, on the, my legs and on my points. face
3: and chest. <laughs> sue you, sue everybody. The sidecar. <laughs> crank anchors was good. Remember when crank anchors yes. came around
2: on Comedy yeah. Central? weren't they the little uh, puppets mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> I don't have that anymore no. but, all right,
2: I, so when's this coming out what's the deal What's uh, are they just working on it They
0: the new album the release date hasn't been announced oh. but they just wanted everybody to know that they have it it's in the works were you a so, jerky boy fan I remember listening to them a little bit I just always got so annoyed I'm like how is somebody not just hung up Like, how have you not figured out that this can't be a real call that, oh, was they my, so good, that was always my. That was so yeah, They were just
3: calling, yell at people. It was very, to me, it's listening for you know an Omaha kid. It was very East Coast. It was very New York. Yeah, yes. not the boys. way New Yorkers talk to each other,
2: harsh mm-hmm. and heavy. Yeah.
0: The big party show. Channel ninety four